Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Initiative Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jim O'Brien. Welcome to episode 20, where we talk about mindset. And in fact, we're talking about mindset again. If you've been following us, or even if you haven't been, we first tackled mindset, the subject of mindset, about six months ago in episode 13. So I highly recommend you go back and listen to episode 13. Subsequently, it was also our shortest episode, our shortest podcast we've done to date. It wound up being about 20 minutes, but I realized pretty much right after I got it done that it was too short and I hadn't covered some of the things I wanted to cover on the topic of mindset. But in that episode, we talked about the importance of having grit, perseverance, and basically developing a never quit, don't give up attitude for yourself. And that's really what mindset is, is attitude and your choice to have a positive outcome, a positive attitude so that you're more likely to have a positive outcome, whatever it is you're taking on or challenging yourself with or having to deal with. And of course, you know us, our topics are going to be centered around personal safety and related. So we want to talk about mindset in that context. But I thought that after I got the first one done and it was so short, I realized I hadn't covered some of the things. So that's what we're here to do in episode 20. And so we want to talk about what is mindset? And simply put, it's your attitude. And uh, recently I was listening to a TED talk. I guess it's okay to talk about that here. And a psychologist, I can't think of her name to save my life right now, but she defined grit as having both passion and perseverance. And I thought that was a pretty good definition for grit, but it's about having the metal to see things through and having the right attitude, especially when it comes to your personal safety and self-defense scenarios, having the positive attitude that you're going to see your way through this and go home safe no matter what it takes. And I thought that was, uh, I think that's a real important point to having this attitude, especially in the context of personal safety, that you're going to do what it takes and that you are going to make it through. And sure, you may come home battered and bruised or even worse, hopefully not, but even worse. But the point is, is that your attitude is such that you're going to see it through no matter what. There's been a few times over the years taking Krav Maga and doing some other training where, you know, I've said myself, look, you may get the drop on me, you may get the better part of me, but I'm going to take a piece of you with me. And that's really what we're talking about here. Certainly, we can't um, plan for everything that's possible that could happen to us. And we never know how things are going to come out. And, And maybe we do come out on the short end of the stick. But it's important that we go into those situations with the right mindset and attitude. So how does mindset come into play? We have a mindset in everything we do. We have a thought process for everything we do. We have an attitude towards everything we do or we think about. So maybe, you know, maybe it's something that we've never been able to do before for ourselves. And, and maybe it's because we never thought that we could or we never thought we were good enough to accomplish it. But suddenly we, we go at it until we're able to achieve that thing we never thought possible. Or maybe we achieve something that others thought that we couldn't, we weren't capable of and we proved them wrong. 
So, you know, this has multiple applications, um, the willingness to try, the willingness to push through, the willingness to see things through, and to have the positive mindset that we're not going to quit, that we're going to get through to the other side, and we're going to come out and we're going to be okay. And so this applies whether we're talking about our work, uh, maybe our personal training, working out at the gym, and it certainly has a place in personal safety and self-defense. So maybe at work, for example, you've got a really difficult project that you've been spending a tremendous amount of time on. It's not going the way you thought it would or the way you thought, think it should, but yet you're going to push through and you're going to persevere and you're going to see it through the other side and you're going to do the very best that you can to make sure that project goes out as best it can, at least for the parts that you're responsible and accountable for, right? Or maybe you have a difficult boss. Maybe you have a micromanaging boss that fancies himself, uh, you know, to know more than you do about the subject matter that you're an expert in. And you've just decided that no matter what, you're going to see that through. You're going to push on. You're going to deal with that the best you can. And you're going to put forth your best effort no matter what. All of that's got to do with the mindset and the positive attitude and this never quit attitude that you should have for yourself and develop for yourself. Or maybe you're working out in the gym and you want to accomplish something in the gym that maybe you've never done before and set a new personal record, a new PR for yourself. And so maybe that means putting in the extra time and effort because no matter what, you're going to see this thing through and you're going to accomplish this thing, this personal record you're wanting to achieve for yourself. And mindset plays an important part in that as well. And on that topic, you know, for me, I have difficult time working out regularly. But when I do, no matter if I'm jogging, if I'm lifting weight, whatever it is, one of the things that I do to help keep my mind in check and make sure that I stay with a positive attitude because we know working out can be tough and it can hurt, uh, especially when you're running miles or whatever and you haven't for some time and starting out again. You know, one of the techniques that I've done for myself, and I can't say that I that I came up with it myself or I was the first one to try it, but I never I try never to look at how much more of something I've got to do. I always count in my head and think about what I've accomplished. So, you know, if I'm on a three-mile run at 4.30 in the morning and I've just started out and I'm running up that first monster hill, I don't think about the two and a half miles I've got to go. I think about the half a mile I've already done. And I, I tackle it from the perspective of how much I've done not how much I've got left. And that just makes it so much easier for me to deal with what I have ahead by looking at what I've accomplished and keeping that helping me keep that positive mindset to get through it, to have the grit, to have the perseverance, and most importantly, to develop the never quit attitude. So maybe mindset, maybe having a positive mindset is just about keeping going, no matter what it is you're tackling. We've talked about work, working out, uh, personal safety, self-defense, whatever it is, just that keep going mentality and attitude. And so maybe that starts with something real simple, real light. And of course, it fades away over time, so you have to be careful with it. But maybe that keep going, get going 
positive attitude is what motivates you. And that's what helps you establish your motivation for whatever it is you're trying to do. And then that turns into uh, determination to get it done, right? You've made the decision you're going to do it. And now it's time to see it through no matter what the determination comes into play. And then eventually, and hopefully your positive mental attitude will help you develop the discipline that you ultimately need to stick to something. Uh, if, if you're, um, having challenges in the office, uh, you know, developing the discipline to come into work, still come into work on time every day, extra early, stay late, whatever it is to put in the extra effort to raise your opinion and voice when you have it and to keep going. Uh, if it's, if it's working out, you know, a lot of times, uh, a lot of folks talk about having motivation, finding what it is that motivates you. And over time, that's a great place to start. But over time, motivation can fade and ultimately does fade. So getting to the point where you have the discipline, when you don't feel good, the weather's bad, whatever it is, that you continue to get up early and go to the gym or you go to your home gym, whatever your setup is, and you keep going. And that's what it's all about. In psychology, they actually refer to two types of mindset. The first is fixed, and the other one is growth. And what we're talking about today is growth and in the context of personal safety. But fixed is just not being willing to uh, stretch, stretch your goals, stretch your mind uh, to what's possible, to your approach and attitude towards what it is you're doing. And in the context of personal safety, an example of a fixed mindset might be, and I'm sure you've ran across some folks like this, is, you know, they have the attitude of, oh, that'll never happen to me. Or the chances of that happening in my neighborhood are slim to nil. Or I really work from a safe place. Or that's the reason why I moved out to the boonies so I was sure I was living in a safe place. You know, someone that's already made up their mind that they don't need to worry about their personal safety and preparedness, there's not a lot you can do for them except to encourage them to make maybe think differently about things than what they have been or what they've figured out works for themselves. An example of growth mindset is recognizing that there are bad things that happen in the world, that whether you live alone or you have a family or a significant other, whatever your scenario may be, that Maybe you should take responsibility for your personal safety and preparedness. Not that bad things happen frequently or there's a high percentage of bad things happening, but you've decided that you're going to take it upon yourself, the responsibility to learn what you can and figure out what you need to do so that if something does happen, were to happen, you'd be better prepared for it. And while you not may not have a perfect response to it, because I don't think there's such a thing, you're better prepared and better capable of responding to it than you would have been if you had chosen to stick with the, oh, it'll never happen to me. What are some of the things that we can think about to start helping us develop a better mindset when it comes to personal safety and getting through those scenarios uh, should they occur to us? So, you know, I, I was trying to brainstorm on this and think through some of the stuff that I have thought through over the years that have really opened my eyes and helped me make the decision for myself that I'm going to, you know, be better prepared and get some training and think through scenarios. So the first one that I think is important 
um, for a lot of people. And it's the reason why a lot of people, I think, don't tackle personal safety or self-defense topics for themselves and their loved ones is in order to develop the right mindset about personal safety in the first place, you have to recognize the fact that you can't live necessarily the way you want to, whether, you know, utopia, whatever, the way you think things should be. Uh, you have to be willing to recognize the fact that there's this little thing called reality in the world. And things don't happen necessarily the way they think we think that they should or we think that is fair for them to happen, right? We have to be able to recognize the fact and acknowledge the fact that we have to plan for and behave based on the realities of the world and not how we wish they were because it's not utopian out there. So I think that's first and hopefully I, I summarize that pretty well. The next one is, and it's difficult for people to think about because, you know, good folks don't think the same ways. And, and that's acknowledging and recognizing the fact that bad folks do not think and do not behave the way we do. We think because it is the way we are and we're nice people and we believe everyone should get along and there should be no crime in the world and maybe where we live is safe as can be or has been. We have to realize the fact and acknowledge the fact that bad guys don't think that way. They, they don't, there is no such thing as fairness in their mind. They may not have any morals. Uh, they certainly know no boundaries. And they're bound and determined to get whatever it is they think they need or want from you, uh, including and up to taking a life if need be for that thing. Uh, so we just have to acknowledge the fact that people aren't how we think they should be or aren't how we are. And so those, those first few things are key to helping us get into the right mindset to be able to uh, go about our personal safety and self-defense better than if, if we weren't thinking those ways. And, you know, I think what's key is, is uh, getting in the habit of when you leave your house, thinking from a perspective of personal safety and no longer being in the at-home mindset, realizing that when we leave the safety and comfort of our own homes, we kind of have to go into this mode of being alert and paying attention to our surroundings, staying off, or, off of our smartphones when we're crossing the street, not going down the dark alley. These things that we wouldn't otherwise think about in our homes or, you know, we don't have to worry about or think about in our homes. We need to start thinking about those when we do leave the house. And the last point that I want to make about what you can do to get into the right mindset or to start beginning to get into the right mindset in the context of personal safety is telling yourself over and over again, if you have to, is that you're going to get away and you're going to go home safe, and you're going to survive whatever it takes. And that last point is really key. Whatever it takes to survive, to get away, and to go home again. So those are some points that you should start thinking about and acknowledging to start getting towards having the right mindset and having a positive mindset when it comes to your personal safety, your self-defense, your preparedness. So a lot of times... 
in self-defense training, and I've, I've heard it firsthand myself, even in Krav training that I've had over the years, is a lot of times, you know, you'll hear when you're attacked or something goes wrong, you're just supposed to re- respond with aggression. And, you know, you're supposed to flip the switch. And flipping the switch is, I think, a good analogy because you have to go from kind of this off state to I'm being attacked or whatever the scenario is, I need to get into, I need to get into character, right? And I think that's important. And, and flipping the switch, so to speak, is I think is a fair analogy and I know it resonates with me. But this idea of just getting all out aggressive, I want to caution you that while aggression is part of the mindset you need to have when it comes to protecting yourself, should you find yourself in a situation where you're needing to exercise self-defense techniques, whatever it might be, that you don't go into it with blind aggression. And I'll tell you why. And you will hear this in some self-defense schools. You know, you just flip the switch, you get mad, and you go full-on aggression. And I want to caution you against going that far into it because, A, if, if you go in with blind aggression, that may impact the techniques. You know, you've been training for a while. you got some techniques down. You know what to do in school and in class. But out on the street, it's totally different. And you're only going to rise – you're not going to rise to the level of your training. You know, let's say you were nailing it 100% in class. You're only going to rise to about 70% of that, 70% of your proficiency. So you don't want to go about it with blind aggression, with blind anger, whatever, because your technique simply will get that much worse potentially. And, you know, if you go in with blind aggression, you might be wind up being the aggressor. You might wind up jumping the gun, so to speak. And lastly, you know, and kind of tied to that, too, is that if you go in blindly and respond blindly and you're not consciously aware of what's going on and you just let things go, you might take things too far and that could turn into legal issues for you, too. So I want to caution you that this isn't about mindset. When we talk about mindset, blind aggression should not be a part of that. Um, It's more about seeing the situation through, envisioning yourself get, getting getting out of that safely. One of the things that I would like to uh, talk to the ladies about that might be listening to the podcast is the importance of their mindset and how they deal with day, day-to-day situations um, with men in particular. I'll just say this about that. Ladies, you need to be okay and you need to get to the mindset of where you're putting firmness and boundaries ahead of being nice. And that's a tough one because that's just not what women or girls and women are generally taught. It's not the way they've been raised, but ladies being firm and setting boundaries for yourself will keep you out of so many bad situations along with listening to your gut and intuition. And um, that's kind of a separate topic from mindset. But if your mindset is that you're going to listen to your gut and your intuition, then you're set up better than if you don't, than if you were not to. So I think that's a very important part for ladies. You know, once you develop the right mindset towards personal safety and self-defense, you know, you start thinking about things you maybe not have 
prior and and one of our previous podcasts too i think episode 18 we talked about the two uh, best self-defense tools to carry for yourself with situational awareness and avoidance and that's so key but Mindset gets you to the point where you're thinking about your safety more often than not when you leave the house. And maybe it means sitting with your, uh, maybe it means f- uh, sitting where you're facing a door at the restaurant when you go out to eat with your girlfriends, whatever it is. And hopefully it's to the point like my friends and I, we actually fight over who's going to have the best view of the room uh, when we go to sit in a bar or pub or a restaurant, et cetera. So getting in the mindset of just thinking about um, the things that you need to, that you wouldn't otherwise, or maybe you haven't to this point, is all key. So, you know, one of the things that I think, well, I know, uh, some of the positive uh, side benefits besides getting you in the right mindset to be ready should something happen and knowing that you've got their positive attitude to see it through and that you're going to get out of it no matter what, or hopefully, is I think one of the side benefits of having a positive mindset when it comes to personal safety is that it helps, I won't say eliminate, because you're never going to get rid of all your fear and all your doubts, but I think having a positive mindset about it and having a never-quit, can-do attitude really does go towards cutting back on the doubt and uncertainty you may have about a situation. And I think that's a I think that's an important key piece to all of this. We talked about this a little bit ago, but what are some of the key things that getting into the right mindset and having a positive attitude about it, what does that look like and what are kind of the stages? So like we talked about, one of the first things you need to do is acknowledge reality. Acknowledge that bad guys don't think and behave like the rest of the world. And most importantly, just acknowledge and recognize the fact that while it's a small percentage of time in the overall scheme of things, bad things can and do happen. So I think acknowledge, acknowledging those things first is key. And then, you know, getting your head right. Uh, realizing that you're maybe you're been, been one of those to think that, oh, it won't happen to me or the chances are slim to nil, so I'm not going to sweat it. I'm not going to live my life in fear or whatever. I think getting your head right, and to me, uh, getting your head right means thinking differently than that, thinking differently than you may have, realizing that, again, going back to the acknowledgement thing, realizing that th- bad things do happen and Who's going to do it for you? Are you going to call 911? Well, 911 average response times are seven to eight minutes. So what's going to happen in that time? Things happen so fast. That's not really an option at the end of the day. And getting in this mindset that you're you're your own first responder, whether that's trauma, first aid care, or dealing with a bad situation at hand. And it might be as simple as just leaving a, a situation that you're not comfortable with. Maybe your gut or intuition has told you you need to get away. Uh, maybe it's the guy you've recently met in the bar, or maybe a fight's breaking out somewhere. Hopefully you don't find yourself in those situations too often, but when you do, you need to know what to do and how to respond. And so getting your head right around those things that can happen and being prepared to respond to them appropriately are key. And then, you know, a big thing that the Self-Initiative Project harps on is taking responsibility for yourself. It's not someone else's responsibility to deal with these things for you. You need to plan for 
and be prepared to deal with them yourself. And so taking responsibility is a, is a key piece to uh, having the mindset that you need towards the whole personal safety uh, point that we're trying to make here today. And the last one is having plans in place. And this one's so key, and I want to uh, talk to you uh, about that more in depth. But the last thing that I'll mention here is um, – you know, having the right mindset, having a positive mindset when it comes to personal safety is really the key to having a positive outcome. And for that matter, if you don't have the right mindset, you 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 go into it thinking, oh, I'm too weak. Um, I can't fight this situation. I can't do this. I can't do that. It could also have a negative outcome, which is why we're talking to you today about this. Having the right mindset is the key to a positive outcome. Getting away, going home safe, going home with minimal to no injuries. That's really what we're dealing with. So I want to go back to talking about having uh, plans in place and um, what that looks like. So, you know, training in self-defense for the number of years I've had, one of the things that I've heard time and time again, and there's really a, a lot of merit to it, is that if you want to be best prepared, you know, you need to be training. You need to be training regularly and you need to be training hard. That's first and foremost. But aside from that, one of the most powerful things you can do to develop a good mindset so that you're better prepared and you know how you're going to respond is to play scenarios through your head and ask yourself, well, what would I do in this situation? What would I do in this scenario? How would I respond? And that's so key. So maybe you're at that bar and a fight breaks out. What are you going to do? Are you going to try to break it up? Are you going to get away? Are you going to just leave? Uh, if it's your friend, are you going to help? Are you still going to leave? I can't answer those scenarios for you. Only you can. So think about a scenario and think about how you'd respond to it. Maybe you go to a, a big store or the grocery store, whatever it is, and you go over one aisle away from your child. Now, hopefully you're not the type of parent to leave your children alone, but let's just say, you know, life happens. Your child happens to be a number of feet away from you and you hear them screaming and you see an adult individual engaging with your child. How are you going to respond to that? what would you do? Maybe you're at the gas station pumping gas, and hopefully you're not wedged between the car and the gas pump. And we've talked about that before in our Instagram post, for example. But you're at the gas station pumping gas, and there's a stranger that's kind of scraggly and, and not dressed very well, and he's making a beeline right towards you, and he's yelling out at you to get your attention. And Maybe he's asking for 50 cent to get a ride home, or maybe he's asking you for a ride, or maybe he's trying to ask you for directions. What are you going to do? If you're by yourself, what are you going to do? If you've got a significant other or a friend, what are you going to do in that situation? So the key is, is to think through scenarios that might happen that are possible, and then think about how you would respond to them, what you would do. And by doing that, psychologically, what you're doing is better preparing yourself for dealing with these miscellaneous scenarios. Maybe it's a home invasion. Someone kick, kicks in your front door, or your back door where you're, while you're in with the family watching a movie on TV. What are you going to do? Are you prepared for that? 
you thought about it. And so the idea again is when you think about those scenarios is that they're getting you to a point where maybe your response isn't perfect when and if that scenario you've thought through actually were to occur. But I guarantee you, you're going to be better prepared because having thought about it ahead of time is going to give you at least more of a plan than if you hadn't thought about it at all. And you're struggling in that moment, flight, freeze or fight, you're fighting that in the moment of stress, you're going to be better prepared because you've got at least some semblance of a plan in place. And, you know, to extend that further, uh, Tim Larkin of, and hopefully he won't mind me mentioning his name because I think his philosophies on this are great and he's not the only one, but Tim Larkin of Target Focus Training says that when you think about being attacked or you watch security videos or home videos of people in fights or people being attacked, you know, psychologically, we have a tendency to put ourselves automatically in the position of a victim, of the victim. And he says, and I completely agree, that you really should start thinking about those scenarios from the perspective of the attacker, because they're the ones that hold the cards. And so, you know, why should you put yourself in a victim a, a, a state of uh, victimization. Why, why should you always think about having to respond? Because his point is, and I think I don't want to do it injustice, but his point is, is that if you think like the attacker, then that's how you're going to respond to the attack. The attacker's intent, you should be too, and how you respond to that. So his point is to think about those situations and those scenarios from the perspective of the attacker. So, you know, some examples of um, what are they looking for? What about that victim do they have uh, that the attacker might be interested in? Uh, why might they choose one victim over another? Is it how they carry themselves? We've talked about that in some of our previous podcasts as well. Is it how they carry themselves? Is it they're distracted because they're looking at their smartphone while walking down the sidewalk instead of being alert and carrying themselves with their shoulders back and their head up, looking around with their head on a swivel, staying frosty, which we've talked about before as well? Why, you know, why would they pick that individual over another? And then what are they maybe thinking about during the attack? Um, you know, their intent, they have some reason why they're attacking you. Now, sure, there's some mentally ill, uh, homeless people and what out on the streets. But generally, when you're being attacked, they want something. They either want uh, um, an object you have. Maybe it is your smartphone. Maybe it's that big uh, purse that you're carrying or what they've noticed you had in that purse because they've been following you for a while. Whatever it is. Think about the attack from the attacker's perspective, and that will set you up better for responding uh, appropriately. And Tim Tim Larkin's not the only one. Uh, Beverly Baker, who I really like her stuff, uh, she does a lot in the self-defense space for women, but her company is Metro Finish School. Um, Beverly Baker says the same thing. Now, I don't know who came up with it first, May, maybe... Uh, Beverly may have uh, adopted Tim's philosophy too, but uh, Be Beverly Baker is another one that's really uh, that really harps on this idea of that we should take ourselves out of the perspective of the victim and put it into the attacker because that's going to set us up better and 
and knowing how we need to respond to that situation should it arise for ourselves. So hopefully all of that's kind of given you an overview of, of getting to the, what, what the mindset is, why it's important in self in uh, self-defense and personal safety situations, how you might go about developing a stronger, positive mindset for yourself. But just to kind of close things out here, I want to talk about why mindset is is so important. And, and hopefully you've picked up on some of the things that we've been talking about key to having a positive mindset and a can-do mindset, grit, perseverance, never quitting. But why is having a growth mindset, a positive mindset, so important? And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about anyway, is the importance of having a good, positive mindset. Uh, Number one is, and these are in no particular order, it's just what I wrote down, is eliminating your uh, laissez-faire attitude, your apathetic attitude, realizing that things aren't maybe as you think they have been and acknowledging that and deciding to do something about it, deciding to do something for yourself. Again, um, you know, looking at realities versus how we wish or how we would want to live, um, that's all noble and great, but the realities of us kind of dictate how we need to be able to respond if need be. Um, and I think, you know, having the right mindset gets you to start thinking about things from the get-go, from the start, you know, what would I do? How should I be handling this? Uh, what what would my response be? Having the right mindset puts you in the mindset of planning and um, changing habits. And I think anything that helps you grow is going to help you uh, change your habits and allow you to plan better uh, for the future. And uh, certainly in the context of personal safety, having a plan, you know, thinking through those scenarios, thinking like an attacker and pulling together a plan is key. And, you know, piggybacking on that, uh, you know, having a lifestyle with plans um, and, a, and an attitude and the right attitude in place is, is a great reason to have a, the right mindset when it comes to personal safety. And, you know, we've kind of already touched upon this one, but just to hit it one more time, uh, really the key important uh, piece to having the right mindset is it's absolutely key to having a positive outcome. Again, you know, like I said earlier, my whole thing is, is yeah, you might get the best of me, but not before I take a piece of you with me. So uh, with that, I'd like to wrap this one up. Uh, Hopefully you've gotten something out of this one. Uh, I would encourage you to go back to listen to episode 13. If you have not yet, We also did, uh, as I mentioned uh, at some point earlier, we also did episode 18 where we talked about situational awareness and avoidance being two of the best self-defense tools in your arsenal. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, having the right mindset to get us through the situations that we may be faced with is probably the best overall tool that we have. And uh, so I will leave you with that. If you like what you're hearing here at the Self-Initiative Project Podcast, please tell your friends and family. And if there's a topic or something we could maybe be doing differently or better for you, 
please let us know. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you haven't yet and send us a direct message and let us know what we could be doing different or better for you. But in the interim, uh, I want to thank you once again for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.